All right, so we just got a quick one today. It's really late. Uh, <laughs> I'm late because for the same reason that I missed on Friday. Well, we had a little uh, had a little issue at the gym. Unfortunately, we have some had some flooding, some really bad rains. We had uh, over a three day span, and on Friday it just culminated in uh, a flooded roof. So unfortunately, we had to take some time off from training. Had to kind of get some stuff situated so we can get people back in there. Uh, but obviously I couldn't train people in there with, you know, the way it was. And, uh, I pretty much spent all day, uh, today and pretty much most of the weekend just trying to get everything set back up. Uh, so here I am, uh, no music, no intro, just a little talk. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this is episode number, uh, what is this episode number 37? I believe it is. So, uh, we're going to be talking about, um, trade-offs in this particular one. The reason why we're going to be talking about trade-offs is because, um, well, funny story. Well, I was, uh, cleaning and getting stuff ready. I was listening to a, a podcast. I can't remember even, I can't even remember which one it was. Uh, but they were talking about manatees and I thought it was really interesting to think about, uh, these manatees. So let me tell you a little story about these manatees or AKA sea cows. Uh, so back in the nineties, I don't know how old you are, but uh, back in the nineties, I remember that they were actually an endangered species. Uh, they were getting, I remember watching these really gruesome videos on, um, on the news and they showed like these, uh, manatees really, uh, injured from boats and, you know, they just were, their habitats were being taken over. So I think it got down. I can't even remember how many there were left. There was like maybe a thousand left in the world. Uh, so they decided that they were going to, uh, they they were going to essentially try to save them. And, um, what they, they try to find a few things and what they found is that manatees really enjoy warm water. They obviously knew that, but, uh, what they did, what, what ended up happening is what they found is that these, uh, these manatees, they were, as their habitat started getting taken over, they would flock to these power plants and why they're flocking to the power plants is because the power plants were letting off this warm, uh, warm water waste. So, uh, it was bad, you know, the, the, because, uh, a lot of these, uh, a lot of the, 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 a lot of the places they were putting the water was, uh, destroying the habitat, the natural habitat, uh, the, and it was throwing off the eco ecosystem. So, uh, you know, they were getting these, I can't remember if they were actually getting fined or not, but they, uh, the scientists of the world, uh, realized that the, uh, these manatees were going over to these power plants and droves and surviving and actually thriving. So what they did is they ended up cutting a deal with these power plants. And they said that, you know, um, they can keep their water if they promise to create like a safe space or an environment uh, for the manatees so they could live there and be peaceful and not have to worry about uh, boats and other, you know, other things that could harm them. So it was an in, it was an interesting story uh but yes there's trade-offs everything has a trade-off and sometimes it's actually better to let things go and uh what ended up happening is that these manatees uh well they thought that they they could uh 
essentially save their environment. And they did. They actually got off the endangered species list and they got upgraded to what, um, I can't remember what's above and endangered, uh, threatened. I think it was, uh, so, uh, that was good for them, but unfortunately, uh, they, you know, these, these companies, these, um, power plants are still putting, you know, toxic chemicals and they're throwing down, uh, things into the atmosphere that obviously aren't good for the environment as a whole. So while they're saving the manatees, um, they are destroying the planet. Now, you know, to what degree, you know, we, we can't, uh, you know, that's a debate for a different day. Uh, however, the thing is that sometimes, as I said, it's better to let things go. Sometimes you might try to save one thing, uh, but in all actuality, you're actually, you know, causing more harm than good. Sometimes you do have to let things go because, you know, uh, even though you might have good intentions for one thing, if later on down the line you see that it's going to be uh, something uh, that may harm you in the long run, I mean, just think about it, just like anything else, you know, the, I mean, you think about yourself, for instance, you know, I've talked about this many times where I said, uh, you're not yourself, you're not only you, but you are you that spans across time, you know, you're a conglomeration or, you know, a multitude of views that spans over time. So uh, while you might be trying to help the you right now, it might not be beneficial for you in the future. For instance, if you, uh, you know, you're craving a delicious donut or delicious uh, cinnamon roll or, you know, maybe two or three, yeah, it might feel good right now, you know, but later on down the road, uh, there's going to be another version of you that won't be too happy with that decision. Uh, so, you know, everything is a trade-off. And, um, you know, while something may look good in the time being, there's really, uh, you know, there's really uh, an impetus on people to uh, take a look at, you know, what future consequences might be uh, for their actions. So, you know, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, you know, you might be have you might have great intentions to do you know, do good for yourself or do well for yourself. Um, however, you do have to take a look at, you know, the whole situation. You know, I mean. There's, uh, I can tell you many times where I've, you know, tried to, I think I actually talked about this uh, last, was it last Wednesday, last week, last Monday, maybe, uh, where I had, you know, some situations uh, where I thought they were going to be good, uh, but they ended up actually being, um, you know, not as good for me as I had thought. So uh, if I had, you know, carefully waited out, uh, maybe I would have not made that decision. But at the end of the day, you can't dwell on those things either. You know, you can't take back decisions uh, or you can't take back actions, at least. You know, you can mitigate, you know, the consequences. But, you know, once you do something, uh, you just got to go through with it. So, uh, you know, I guess the other thing is that, you know, while you also have to weigh these uh, situations, you have to weigh uh, what the uh, possibilities might be uh, at the end of the day, when you get to the uh, the result, you know, you can't really get down on yourself if the result is not exactly what, what you would hope for. But at the same time, um, you know, you have to be uh, aware of the fact that you have the ability to maybe not change the situation, uh, but at least mitigate it, you know, and um <laughs> I mean, I'm thinking about right now with uh with this uh <laughs> this flooding in the gym. You know, I have no choice but to accept the situation. But 
you know, at the end of the day, uh, I'm doing my best to mitigate it, you know, like I could just shut down and just say, hey, you know, I'll wait for the insurance company to give me money or whatnot, or, you know, I could wait for, I don't even know, <laughs> wait for my long-term unemployment, or I don't even know, but, you know, that's that's not going to be the great thing in the long run. It might feel good right now, but, you know, the trade-off is that my business may not exist in the future if I take too too long of a time off. So it is what it is, you know, like life is all about trade-offs. Every moment is a, a decision between action and inaction, and sometimes inaction is good, sometimes it's not. You know, so <laughs> I can't tell you what's right or wrong for you, but you have to feel it out for yourself. And once you do feel it out for yourself, uh, accept that decision and just run with it. Run hard with it until it doesn't seem like the right decision anymore and then pivot. And that's how it works. That's how life works. And that's pretty much uh, what trade-offs are all about. So um, sorry about that, Manatee. Hopefully, uh, you know, life will you know, somehow still exists for you sometime. Hopefully it'll work out for you. Uh, they say that, you know, there's 60% of the manatees and uh, habitat is essentially artificial. Uh, so, but unfortunately for them and unfortunately for us, that's changing uh, because of those power plants. You know, they're pumping more, uh, more hot air, more, you know, toxins into the atmosphere, which is, uh, you know, contributing to global warming. I'm not saying yay or nay, whether, you know, whatever your views are on global warming, I'm not going to get into that. But at the end of the day, we can all, you know, we can all agree that um, there is at least uh, at the very minimum a minuscule part that we play in uh, the changing of the environment. So, uh, you know, it's warming up the environment, the manatees, uh, you know, if you look back in history, uh the last time uh, our in our uh, atmosphere or our climate it w- it was similar to the way it is now, it was about 50 million years ago. And uh, that's actually when the manatees first started appearing on the scene. And then later on, they uh, apparently turned into elephants. So they evolved into elephants. elephants. So elephants are a distant cousin of a manatee. So, uh, so uh yeah, I mean, uh, with the warming of the uh, of the ocean waters and you know the eroding of the beaches and the shores, you know, there's going to be more room for manatees. Obviously, with the eroding of ocean of uh, of uh, of the uh, <laughs> what is it, the coastline. There you go. Uh, that means they were going to also have, probably have warmer water because you know you have to have, essentially the way you get more water is from the melting of the polar ice caps. So uh, if it melts, it means it's warm. <laughs> so that's probably uh, what we're looking at over the next uh, hundred years or so. So the manatees will likely thrive in uh, you know all, yeah, and all thanks to us, I suppose. <laughs> maybe they'll be the next ones to rule the world and maybe they'll help us, uh, you know, they'll, they'll, maybe they'll pay us back and help us in kind for, uh, uh, the next, you know, 50 million years or so. But in the meantime, uh, we'll finish this podcast here. Yeah. We'll finish this episode here and, uh, I'll pick back up on Wednesday. We'll have some cool music and, you know, we'll, uh, I'll be uh, a little more energized and I'll have, uh, some great thoughts as usual for you. All right. Take you, (laughs) take care. Thanks so much for listening. And as always keep good company.